nothing newsworthy or happening in Boston this week, right? Nothing? Nothing at all? I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this, this town is always quiet. There's never sports news in this town. There's never no, sports news. No. I can't decide what's bigger sports news this week. Like, you know, the Patriots are on a bye week this week, so there's there's not as much Patriot stuff as normal. I think and, and everybody just... I think everybody, while everybody's ready to proclaim every time there's a bad Patriots game that, you know, Brady's falling off a cliff and, and this is what's happening, um, I think everybody can probably will be able to figure out that, hey, it was just a stinker in Nashville and uh, they'll bounce back from the bye and beat the Jets and, you know, things will kind of go back to normal. But I'm trying to figure out, like, if that was bigger news this week or if the WEEI morning show changes were the bigger was the bigger news in Boston this week because I haven't seen anything, like... Mookie Betts won MVP yesterday. I haven't heard anything about that. I've, I've been hearing everything else through the Twitter pages. It seems like a quite a busy city right now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, for, for us, um, the, obviously we splashed Mookie on our front page um, this morning. Uh, Mookie Betts winning the MVP. I think the, big, the biggest thing that's being reacted to this morning um, beyond, obviously, the morning show change uh, on, the, uh, on the radio um, is the way Mookie reacted during the press conference yesterday to winning the MVP. Um, some people have taken it as as uh, ungrateful. Uh, I take it as very much very very Belichickian in that he's going to enjoy it this week. He's going to go have some Thanksgiving turkey, and then he's going to get ready and be all set to go for for next season spring training. Uh, it was it was very interesting to hear him say that because. It, that's about as locked in as you ever hear somebody in a sport other than Bill Belichick in football. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. It's a really it's a good point. I mean I think he was I, I, I actually I applaud that myself. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was the same way even during the year when they when they interviewed him after every game or after a big home run. He's pretty much uh you know, business as usual and moving I, I, on. Can and, I tell you? I, I don't think he's long for Boston. Really? Yeah, I think because uh, he he one he's real happy. He is he has no qualms about going year to year on arbitration, which a lot of guys in Major League Baseball yeah. do not like to do. Yeah, he's supposed to be that talent. And I, I I believe he is a uh, I believe he's a he's a Boris client, if I remember correctly. Oh boy, yeah, he is. Um, so it just here's the thing. Here's 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 the thing with that though is is um, if there is anybody. Um, that the Red Sox are looking to lock up long-term. I don't care uh, if you think it's... It, it, there's nobody else other than Mookie Betts, okay? Forget Bogart, forget Bradley, forget Benintendi, forget everybody else on that roster. You need to lock up Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. And if that means going at him with a $37 million per year for 10-year contract <laughs> next year or this year, you have to. You have to. That's what it's going to take. Bryce Harper is going to get Probably what thirty four mil a year uh, at eight to ten years. Pro- um, I would I would say right around yeah he's probably going to get about thirty to thirty five. For the Phillies are going to spend a stupid amount of money on Bryce Harper. That's just a fact. Right, no, hundred percent. And and here's what you've got to look at is is two years from now, which is when bets technically will be up. Is two years from now that number is going to go up, right? So if you want to try to lock him in. You need to try to lock him in at a higher at projecting, you know what the what the value is going to be in say seven years because you know on a ten year deal you're never going to get no. you're never going to get full value in the last two or three years of a deal. It's just no. not going to happen. No, it and won't. You have to understand that, but you have to you have to kind of mitigate your losses and say, okay, you know, 
Um, I'm going to get him for $37 million a year for 10 years now, which right now would make him the highest paid per year player. But at the same time, in 2025, that's going to be looked at as a deal. It will be. Well, and that's why a lot of people were like, you know, a lot of people got all wound up about the Yankees getting Stanton last year, but they lost, you know, the, the A-Rod contract came off the books last year. The Teixeira contract, I mean, they had a bunch of, uh, the old C.C. Sabathia contract came off the books last year. So they replaced that with Stanton. People were like, oh, that's a terrible deal. Why would you sign up for that? Well, the the Marlins sent over enough money to where if, if Stanton decided to opt out, you know that kind of offset that, and it offset them for salary stuff. But when you look at the when you look at the deals, when you look at the deals that are going to be thrown out for Harper and Machado, and, and, and all these guys this off season, I mean, hell, Patrick Corbin for God's sakes. Um, if you could, if anybody out there, any casual baseball fan, can pick Patrick Corbin out of a lineup, I I want you on this show as, yeah, as the permanent third chair. Um, it, it, it it is going to be a deal. It is going to be a steal. And when you look at Mookie Betts, you know everybody talked about this this free agency uh, this free agency year of you know 2018 2019. He's in arbitration next year. He made ten thousand. You know he made ten ten and a half mil last year in arbitration. He's obviously going to get a raise this year. He's going to get yep. another raise next year at the age of twenty seven. And after twenty twenty and twenty five are the numbers at that uh, at those at those junctures. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just look at look at the last two Bryce Harper uh, arbitrations, right? Right. right. I mean, that's really or the Manny Machado arbitrations. So, so, so from his standpoint, here's what you've got to look at if you're his uh, his team, right? So next year he would get 19, and the year after he would get say 25. If you sign a 10 year extension effective immediately with the Red Sox now, you get 37 now as opposed to 19. Next year you get 37 as opposed to 25. So you front load more. Will you be giving up less? Giving up some at the end? When say it might be the forty or forty-two, if you wait wait until you're like thirty-two, especially if you have that kind of uh, run over the next six years, like you've had the last three, you might. But you get guaranteed twenty, almost twenty million more this year, and you get almost you know, more than ten million more next year. And so, does that uh, counteract what you're going to quote unquote lose on the back end of that? I would say yes. Um, I would say yes because you never know. I to me. In pro athletes, and this goes the same with, with athletes coming out of college and turning pro, take the money now. Take the money now because you never know when the next turn of a base is going to be an ACL tear. You do not take know. The, take, take no the idea. Now. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to flip over that bullpen wall and land on your head and be done for the rest of your life. See, right? it, that, well, you don't know. let's think about that, Justin. Let's look at, let's look at the Des Bryant situation, okay? All right. That, that to me is the one that people are like, oh, that's football. He's practicing. It was not like a not. It wasn't like a contact injury where yeah. fi- fifteen people targeted his, his Achilles. Like he right. just made a turn and the thing ripped. Okay, yep. that's it. Bye. Thanks for playing. I mean, he was a New Orleans Saint for four days. Whoever bought Des Bryant Saint stuff, God help you. You're the unluckiest person in America. Right. But but the, he's going to take that money and he's going to he's going to get that going. And but Boris doesn't ever buy out the arbitration years. And he becomes an unrestricted free agent after the year 2020. Now you've got this year where, you know, this year was kind of the first year where the first starts of, of the, uh, or the first part of the core of this current Red Sox team starts to go. Because I don't expect Craig Kimbrell to be back next year. I don't think they're going to want to invest the money in him that he's going to want and command from the market. 
And they're also, you know, they're, they're still paying Pablo Sandoval through this year, too, which everyone tends to forget about. So, I mean, well, there's still some... They're paying Sandoval, they're paying Hanley, they're paying... They're Rusny paying, Castillo. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, don't forget Rusny Castillo. I mean, he's down in Pawtucket, but they still have to pay him. At least he's in the system. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And they might be able to even call him up for 10 days to not have him count against the luxury tax if need be. Too. Poor guy was like hitting almost 400 at one point last year. They're like, no, nah, there's no way we could possibly bring you up. <laughs> He's in Pawtucket purgatory. I feel, feel right, right. for the guy. <sighs> but, you know, going back to, to a guy like Mookie, not only does he bring uh, talent with, look at all the awards that he qualified for and won this year, but he brings another thing to you to your your club and that is he looks like he's having a blast and that rubs off on the other guys yeah he's gonna make a lot of money but you know what so what look what he brings to your team as far as i mean he's grabbing guys helmets and taking them off when they come after hitting a home run and i mean he's created a whole fun atmosphere in that clubhouse so they don't play tight all the time i i just think he brings absolutely he brings so much to that clubhouse that they that major leagues need at 163 games it's it's forever 162 yeah you know it's funny we can we can talk about all this all we want and 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 what the red sox should do i don't think anybody there is one single person in the red sox that doesn't think like we're talking right now yeah yeah i don't think that's the issue i think the issue is going to be will mookie's camp accept it because that, that's really what it comes down to, is what terms are they willing to accept. Sure. Because I don't think there's any question that the Red Sox want him back and that he is the cornerstone of their plans going forward if they can, if they can do it. And I don't think they're going to they're gonna scrimp on the money either. I think it's, they're going to they're gonna do whatever it takes, but I think in, in their best interest to try to do it now, but I just don't know that, that Mookie's camp is going to want to do it. Um, I think he should, uh, because... Uh, if you go through these next next year and a half under arbitration, and then something bad, God God help it, you, you don't want it to happen. But let's say, let's say something bad happens to him physically a year and a half from now, and then all of a sudden he could have taken ten years at thirty seven mil a year, and now he's gone nineteen and twenty five, and he's not going to get another thing at all because he's done for his career. Well, you, you gotta don't want to see that happen to somebody, but you never know. Look at Noah Gassiapara. He decided not to take okay. the money that, that they offered. And when they traded him, he he never made any money. He, after. Yeah, I mean he, he he did okay, but it was it was a couple of pillow deals, right? Yeah. And then he because because right, yeah. he had that freakish whatever the hell wrist injury it was. Yeah. He was never really the same no, player after absolutely, that. Absolutely not. You know, and and I had a question, uh, Justin. I, we figured you might know. Did I read that when they extended uh, Alex Cora's contract? Um, that he, before that he was the lowest paid manager in the major leagues. That that can't he was in the, be. He was in the bottom five um, oh, because he had never managed before because sure. he was young. Yeah. Um, one of the things that they they, they kind of hedged their bets. They basically gave him a tryout. Uh, I'm pretty sure he got an A plus. I, I, I think he's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they brought him in. He was one of the bottom five paid managers uh, in a major league last year. Um, and one of the things that he did ask for, and I found this very interesting, and I read this, and I can't remember where I read it. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't on our website, um, uh, although I can't, uh, I can't uh, take uh, the blame for that one because I wasn't here at the time. But um, one of the stipulations of his deal was, of course, Puerto Rico was uh, suffering from right. uh, the after effect of the two hurricanes last year, um, just about the time he was hired. 
And one of the stipulations he put in, he says, I'll accept this, but you've got to load up your uh, your jet and bring a jet load of supplies to Puerto Rico for me. And they did that. Yes. And to me, that's that's one heck of a story right there alone by itself. Um, and, and I love how passionate he is about his, his home in Puerto Rico and how, how you know, he took the, the, the trophy down immediately. Yeah. You know, everybody kind of like in, in Stanley Cup lore and in any trophy, you get to take it home for a little while or whatever. And usually it's the captains and then the coaches maybe like last or near the end. But he insisted on bringing that home to his to, to, to Puerto Rico, just like he had insisted when he was hired to bring food and supplies to Puerto Rico. And I, I just I, I find that very admirable um, on his end. But you know what? He deserved to get paid, and I'm glad they restructured the contract for what they did because he, he earned it. Um, and and uh, you know they locked him up long enough uh, term where uh, he'll be right at, at the point at the end of it. I you know nobody wants to hear this, but uh, the end of his new current contract will be just about the length of time that John Farrell lasted here in Boston. So yeah. um, whether his welcome will get worn out to that effect or not, I, I you'd hope not. And you like to think that the Red Sox uh, are set up for a while. Um, but they also kind of learned their lesson on longevity in terms of managers. Sometimes clubhouses change and, and things change. But sure. great for Cora, great for his situation, and, and uh, great for everything that he stands for. Yeah, it's it's amazing when you think about that, too. It's It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's right, you know. It, all I all I request is that I don't need to see the Red Sox World Series trophy any longer. Okay, I just don't. I don't need it. I I've I see. I saw the parade. I saw them at the Bruins. You know, ten of them or two of them at the Bruins. Whatever the hell it was. Joe Kelly and his Fight oh, Club. Actually. Uh, I've seen a. I saw them with the Patriots. Saw them with the Celtics. I'm done. I I don't want them coming up to the Red Claws. I don't want to see them in Orono. Like. I'll tell you what, they're not, they're not probably not going to do the Red Claws, but you can bet darn well that next year's hot stove dinner uh, in January, February, when they have that meeting up at the uh, at one of the hotels there in Portland, uh, somewhere along the yeah. Sea Dogs season, I bet you you see it. I will be uh, I will be avoiding that. Like, that's a hard no. Because they were a former Sea Dog. Oh, yeah. Hard pass. Hard pass next year. Oh, you want well, to attend? You can, you can not want it all you want. Now. You're gonna <laughs> I know, but I don't, I don't right, want Justin, to. I like that's it. That's the point. Good one. That's, I love it. That's the whole point. I want, I, I, I want nothing, I want nothing to do with it. Don't care whether you like it. I truly, I truly just want nothing to do with it. I'm still waiting on the Bruins to bring up the Stanley Cup from 2011 to a place other than Cornish. But, you know, that hasn't uh, happened they, either. They, they, the Stanley Cup made its appearance many times at the Maniacs games uh, in Lewiston. You just weren't paying attention, apparently. Yeah, well, uh, that was it, back before I was in the media. It came so, to bit of you know. it. it. wasn't the Bruins that brought it. I mean, I saw the Stanley Cup. With, I mean, for God's sakes, the Penguins have a video guy that lives up here, that lives that is from here or whatever, that brings it up each year. And uh, Dumoulin has brought it up. And Dumoulin, all these other twice, guys have, yeah. have, I mean, all these other teams have brought it up. And, like, the Bruins are like, yep, we're going to let it hang out at a private function in Cornish. And there's... 75 people who could attend like okay that's great it's nice i'm first still all, bitter about you that. have to be able to find i mean the Cornish. freaking the the red sox brought their trophy everywhere the celtics did the patriots did but no oh, yeah. nothing 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 from the so bruins who's, who's, who's your prohibitive cup favorite right now through almost the quarter pole of the season here maddie right uh now? my prohibitive cup favorite right now i would have to go with tampa but that would be a very shaky shaky uh uh prohibitive favorite right now i think Okay, so who uh, who on the who on Tampa has a, a main connection? Let's see, we're trying to get it up here, right? So I, I'm just trying to, to have you pick uh, a team that uh, that that uh, may may bring the cup back to uh, back to Maine for you. Maybe that's a good idea. That's a, that's not a that's not a bad pick your, idea. Pick your team, pick your rooting interest by main connection. 
That, oh, you know there what? We go. That's a hell of an idea. Or they got a connection to a connection. Like like Gendron, when he was with the New Jersey, he brought it up here because he used to coach at Maine as an assistant. And right. He brought right. it to Maine. There's got to be some sort of something oh, yeah. there, right? has got to be something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm sorry to go like complete right turn here, but I'm very glad you just brought up the University of Maine because it reminded me of last night's amazing game between Maine and Duke. Yeah. Oh, oh by yeah. the way, were you able to watch any of it? Because ESPN Plus wasn't what you'd call steady. I did not. I, fo- I followed vicariously through Twitter and through uh, other updates. But uh, uh, And, of course, Red Travis's fantastic story this morning uh, on, the, on the interwebs. But uh, um, to, to see them hang... Uh, for for kids like Parise Rosignol, right, from small town Maine, and all these other players on this team with Coach Amy Vashon, born and bred Maine, to hang with Duke. I know Duke kind of does it because of, of the connection with the coach. I get it, um, but that was a legit game. They actually had to they had to they had to hold off a very feisty Maine team last night yeah. in that game. Now Maine could go one of two ways with that, and and if I know Coach Vashon well enough, I know that she's. Uh, going to use it the right way is they just proved that they can play with some of the best teams in the country. Now, what are they going to do with that going forward within their own conference? Are they going to are they going to uh, kind of thump their chest and say, "Hey, you know, we're one of the best," and kind of fall off here and, and kind of rest on that, or are they going to use that to say uh, as motivation going forward, saying, "Hey, we're, we've just played with one of the best. Let's be one of the best." Um, I have a feeling I know which way she's going to go with it, but it'll be interesting to follow now that they've they've made that mark. And kind of, you know, turn some heads here early in the season. Hey, Justin, what are you hearing about um, Maine basketball playing in Bangor? Any any feedback on that? I don't. I'm I'm so far removed from that now, Coach. I uh, I uh, I don't have uh, the feelers as much uh, anymore. I know that the the, the stadium, uh, the arena, is is gorgeous, and they're not going to get that atmosphere and that facility on campus um, in, in terms of that, but. Uh, as far as them playing there, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, the students, quite honestly, the students weren't going anyway. It's only 12 miles. You know, you say you, say you bring it off campus and, uh, oh, my gosh, you lose the students and the student section, but they weren't going on campus anyway. <laughs> so, you know, give, give, the, give, give the teams a better facility. It's a better recruiting tool to say you play in that, that gorgeous arena. And, um, you know, give people that don't necessarily go I know in Maine it's so funny because seven miles away feels like an eternity. Here, seven miles away is half my commute, right? So, um, but you know, people in, in the, the bigger population centers of Bangor Brewer uh, are going more apt to go to a game in Bangor. I think sure. playing in Bangor has been a good thing for them. No, I, I when I see what Boston, you know, even though Aganis is kind of on is on that, you know, is is you know on it's the on BU campus, yeah. you know, it's there. Like to me, when you step into that arena, it it gives you this sense of wow, this is a real, you know, this is an actual place, yeah, right? Glass. Oh, little breaking news, little ridiculous oh. breaking news. To be honest with you, um, this is pretty wild. Justin, you you might have a thought on this. Monmouth <laughs> is going to be looking for a new girls basketball coach. Scott Wing is is not coming back. He's let go after back to back state titles. He's let go or he decided to retire? Said Monmouth Academy has dismissed Scott Wing as Whoa, head coach of the girls' basketball team after winning the past two Class C state championships. Wing confirmed Friday that athletic director Wade Morrill met with him on November 9th and informed him that he would not be back as head coach. Wow. Tryouts for winter sports begin Monday. Monmouth is scheduled to open the regular season at Oak Hill on December 8th. 
Wow. So um, here, here's a fun fun story. Uh, how long do I have here, Maddie? Because this might take a couple minutes. Are we good? I, I have, I'm in no rush. You do your thing. All right. So um, sometime back in, and I can't get too specific about this because uh, uh, this is a lot of conjecture and there's nothing found. It's, let, me, let me preface this by saying... Um, Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried, well, no. I tried very hard to track down some things uh, that were sent to me uh, while I was still working there um, in town. Um, some things that were sent to me that were not necessarily great um, things about uh, that the, the program, okay, uh, in Monmouth. Um, I am not going to get into any more specifics other than that, uh, okay? Um, we tried very hard to track down these things that were being spoken of, uh, and to no avail. So this, to me, does not shock me as much as it might shock other people. Um, and that's as far as I can go with saying that. But you talk about shock factor. I know everybody in this area, in your area, is going to be shocked um, by this. Um, I personally am not shocked. And that's, that's as far as I will go with that. Hmm. That's interesting. That's uh, well said. Yeah. And, and that's... It's sad. No, and, and, that's the, and that's the other part. Is that I, I've you know I've I've known Scott. Um, I, I've I've covered that team. Um, I know uh, many others have covered that team extensively and have formed good relationships with uh, some of those folks uh, there. Uh, and that's why I don't want to do any sort of, of speculation as to what actually went down and anything like that. That that would be irresponsible. Um, but I do know that this did not come out of absolutely nowhere. Um, this has been something that's probably been looked at from many angles for quite a while. Um, beyond that, uh, whether there's any validity to any of that, I don't know. I, I know nothing of that part. Uh, I only know that this is not on, on their end. It's not coming on a whim, and it's not coming um, out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, this is something that, that they've probably been looking at for a little while. Yeah, and it's an interesting point of the year to to do it when you're making this yeah. decision, right? Well, no, that's that's the thing that that's more interesting than anything to me is is um, is the timing. It kind of because it kind of precludes him from. Well, think about it. I've been I've been gone for how long, right? I've been gone for six months uh, from from a, a full time job uh, in Lewiston. Yeah, and. Um, it was well before that departure that things had percolated. Yeah, which so is... the timing is the odd thing here. Which means right now is when they've decided... To, it's very... You're right. It's very peculiar. Now, I've seen this in a couple of uh, a couple of other communities where... Um, and I can, I can name one. How about... Uh, I'll even start it with Mesolonsky. You've got a group of parents up there that are absolutely hell-bent on trying to get Brad Bishop out um, for whatever reason. Um, and, and you can, and, and if anybody is, is interested in any of that, go to the forums on MBR cause you know, it's, people are talking about it and they're talking about back and forth and people are actually people. I'm very excited. People are actually putting their names at the bottom of posts, right? Not all, and I'll, and I'll, but enough. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, with, 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 with coach Bishop, this isn't the first time he's come under some sort of no. fire in, either in so, a community. Um, correct. There's, there's history there as well. And, and not saying it's warranted or not, like, right. I'm not taking a side here. I'm just saying this is not the first time that that's happened specifically to him either. Correct, and and this is something that happens everywhere. And then you know we we sure. we all rem- you know we all talked about you know what happened in South Portland with Steve Stenson. We st- you know it just 
this day and age, if somebody decides they want to make a change, want to make, a, I mean, hell, a few years ago, there was a couple of parents that wanted to try to get Mark Soren out of Oxford Hills. You know, I mean, it's just some of these things are going to happen and they're going to happen all the time. But I just found it to be very interesting news. And it, it just so happened that it, that it happened uh, while you were on the phone. So, uh, yeah, and, and, it, and that, that really is the ironic part to me. <laughs> yeah, really. Given, given the, uh, given, given everything that, uh, um, uh, that I, I recall from eight, nine months ago. So, Justin Pelletier is a sports editor at the Boston Herald. Find them online, bostonherald.com. Look for the sports section. Justin, always good to talk to you. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. You got it. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. That's Justin Pelletier from the Boston Herald. We are well over. We'll be back on the B-List.